used to be my dog, you was in my left titty. Scream, ride or die, I thought you would die with me. Found out you a bitch, you can't even ride with me. Now it's a war, you ain't on the side with me. Used to be my dog, you was in my left titty. Scream, ride or die, I thought you would die with me. Yeah. Found out you a bitch, you can't even ride with me. Now it's Let a war, know. you ain't on the side with me. Come when on. it rains, niggas get wet, stay dry. Uh, don't cross me, I can peep the snake eye. Taken from you know this man's music, bro. Just ah man, uh, R.I.P. Man, man, R.I.P. to DMX. To the legend, uh, DMX. Uh, I I'm still kind of in shock behind it because um, you know I didn't. I I know that death is a part of life, man. But for DMX. Not like this, no. You know, you know, and it was almost a thing of like we began to think DMX was invincible. For sure, we did. He had had came from so much just off rip to even get to where he got in his rap career, right? For sure. I mean, so for us to, you know, I mean, and go through those ups and downs with him, and for it to be documented and all of that, right? Right. I was, I was shocked as fuck. (sighs) Yeah, like I just, I, um. His his music has always been such a, a a large part of my life, uh, and then of course you know the book coming out in in two thousand two, and you know in my household it was other than Houston rap, it was it was two rappers that you knew was gonna get some play, in 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 my household half of my big brother, and that was um, big number one. And DMX second. For sure. Period. Um, you know, whenever I would go onto the gridiron, uh, I was always listening to DMX. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that was that was my thing. Uh just the life lessons, um, understanding uh people's character and how you should move with people after they cross you, you know. Uh, maybe not necessarily like going after them the way that that, yeah, that yeah, D yeah, would, sure. right? <laughs> but you know, just like this song said, you know, what I'm saying it's just like, you know, when you when you find out like who that person really is or who who a group of people really are, 
you know, what do you do? What do you do? You know what I'm saying? You separate yourself, you know, and 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 recognize that, you know, there's a lot of people who you think you you know would would be there. You know, you put them you put them in your in your heart and and you carry them there only for them to break it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think one of my my favorite my favorite lines uh, that 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 I've ever heard from DMX is he said, "Love is love." And I enjoy the love, but when there's conflict, then that destroys the love. Yeah, you can't toy with love because niggas take that to the heart. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's real for real. Like, man, I, I love that, bro. I, I, you know, I live by that mantra. So, um, I'm just, I'm just devastated. I'm devastated by it. Man, I, I actually got, got to know DMX, like from listening to Jada. Really? Yeah. So huh. I was listening to Jada. Then I found out like Jada and the locks was on Rough Riders. Right. And like I found out about DMX and I was like, oh this nigga. This yeah. nigga is wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like, sure. This nigga is wrong. And then like for um for him to become the star that he was, yeah. Talking about the shit he was talking about. Man. I was like, oh they made a mistake. Yeah. Like they I mean, they had that made a mistake. And the thing is is that like like DMX was who I, I feel like hip hop didn't know that they needed. Yeah, for sure. Right, like if you look at you coming out of you coming out of the shiny suit era. I was just about to say, bro, like, <laughs> like for sure, bro. Like if 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 you look at if you look at the timeline, um, and and anybody if you haven't watched the the Rough Riders documentary, you need to watch it. You know what I'm saying? Because it really gives a an in depth uh chronology. You know of how what's all it, what's that on Hulu? Uh, no, it's it was actually on BET. Oh, okay, bit, B, bit, bit. I think it's either BET or BET Plus. Okay, but um, y'all should check it out, man, because like you just said, bro, shiny suit era. Yeah, which is why like Get at Me Dog was was received the way that it was. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because when you actually like listen to the track, if you know the history of Get at Me Dog. He, he, they hadn't been recorded that. That was the locks shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then those three verses were verses that X had already done. They just rearranged them. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to Irv Gotti. Shout out to Irv. Definitely, definitely uh, early on for for recognizing. Yeah, like he knew off top. Like uh, I think it was when he became. When he got on to Def Jam, yeah, when he got on to Def Jam, like he was like first thing first. How do I sign DMX? Yeah, because he, he was and he was literally like trying to uh, sign DMX and like to oppose Bad Boy and what they were right. Doing. Like it was very intentional. Yeah, like I like let's take it back to the streets. Yeah, is literally what, what like, like what we how doing, it begins. Like what we doing for the have nots for sure and, for sure. And <laughs> what was crazy was is that even though. DMX was one of the have-nots. Yeah. He would, man, like, he was endeared by everybody. Nah, he was. He like, was. He, like, and, and I, for the youngins, I know you don't, you think that, like, you think Drake is the biggest star in the world. Man. man. Like, Drake is a big star. He is. Respect. At Respect. one point in time, the video that you are seeing of DMX rapping to the fucking world. Yeah. Like Woodstock, I think that was like Woodstock, and they brought it back at like ninety nine. Right, right. 
that was the most insane shit. Yeah. First of all, uh, and imagine, imagine y'all from our standpoint, we're young. Yeah. Seeing this, Fast. you know what I'm saying? Like I know I'm at least in the sixth grade at this point, and watching that on on MTV, bro, that shit was wild. And and, and so DMX, DMX performed. The event was actually supposed to get shut down because it was too many fucking people man like i don't if you notice in the video like the sea of people bro. never fucking ends nah bro it's it, that's that was the wildest shit right there and and he is rapping in the sea of people are rapping along with him man every word it's a mosh pit going on man. over here like this nigga White, was rapping to black, the fucking world male female rich Poor, East Coast, West Coast, South, like, bruh, like, it was endless. Yeah. Um, and. Shit was I, wild, though. Man, that it, it just, really was. It, it, it was. it was crazy, bro. You know, uh, even the simplicity of the first music video, like, when you, when, like, like, it was just at the tunnel. <laughs> It literally was him performing at the tunnel, like in New York. Like, and and, and if you you know know anything about that scene in in, in hip hop, like the tunnel is iconic. So once upon a time in hip hop, y'all, um, <laughs> you yeah. you had to be tough, man. Um, and we're not talking about like tough, like rah rah tough, like I poke my chest out tough. It was like, hey man, you're going into a hostile environment like the tunnel. Where it's the drug dealers, killers, fiends, robbers, jackers, uh, your local dope boy, um, the around away girl, like everybody congregated into this one place. For sure. And it was survival of the fucking fittest. Man. So like I don't know, you know what I'm saying? When uh when you hear people in rap songs like say, Hey man, I need I need all the fuck niggas to get to an exit, all the bitch niggas get to an exit. It was because niggas was really getting beat the fuck up in the club. Man, for sure. And if, and if you if you didn't have any status or hands. Hey, please don't fall. Hey, somebody, somebody was going to reach out and touch you. Bro, please don't fall. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't fall. But before we go further, it, I know y'all, uh, you know, you've clicked on this video. Yep. Somebody has probably shared this video. For sure. You know, you randomly seen it, whatever the case. Yep. Right. And you're wondering, who are these niggas on this couch yeah. talking shit? For sure. With a plant in front of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And all of that. This that's new, yes. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you if you're judging us. Hey. But this is God damn it. The Bill Podcast. Uh-huh. My name is Christopher J, aka C J Hunter. My name is Kyle Alexander, aka the Ox Cord Whisperer. And you know, we back. We back in this thing, man. Um, you know, shout out to to all of the builders who are continuously watching us yep. and listening. Mm-hmm. If you knew, we appreciate y'all. Thank you very much. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, like, comment, share, subscribe, all of the shit, everything we asking y'all to do is for free. Uh, let us know, you know, y'all favorite DMX song and why. Um, you know, hit us up. And um, yeah. So um This this week has been a week of another week of fuckery. Yeah, man. It's been it's been another week of fuckery. I'm gonna let y'all know. Um I, you know what I'm saying? This might just be a hunch. Oh, shit. But uh, <laughs> I really feel like 2021 just getting started. 
Man. And I know we feel like 2020, oh, man, it's fucked up. It can't get no worse. Can't get no worse. I, ah. I'm 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 keeping my eye out for the elbow. Ah. <laughs> like I know. Oh no, the elbow is coming, sir. Hey, I know people getting vaccines and we getting out there, but then it's like, all right, cool. Then it's this British strand and it's and it's crossing over. Man, and, man. I, look, and then the man, South African strand. Hey, man, I'm I am watching out for the elbow. Man, and uh, man, I just I just be safe out there. Man, everybody be safe. You know please, what I'm saying? Please, please be safe. Like you know, y'all. <sighs> I I just I really just want to you know do a couple of things, <laughs> right? Like I want to be able to be in my house in peace. Yeah, for sure. I want to be able to leave my house to do one of three things, right? Make money, go get good food, uh-huh. go t- and 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 go places where I know for a fact. It ain't a whole bunch of motherfuckers, and it's clean and sanitary. That's yeah, it. Sure. That's it. That's all the only three things that I want to do, man. Random shit. Bro, do you want to know what I feel like is what I found to be one of the most therapeutic things? What's that? Going to the gun range. Yeah. Bro, like, I would never. See, like, see my, he's, he's going to the gun range. Therapy for me lately? Yeah. Going to my local park. Where the little lake is, and just sitting out there watching turtles, swans, ducks, and shit. Yeah. Just chilling. Yeah. Like, that's been therapeutic for the <laughs> See, kid. Like, and, and it's like, in my mind, I'm like, so, you know what I'm saying, coming, coming from where we come from. For sure. Uh, gun is a survival thing. Man. It's not a, It's not a fun thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, for sure. Hey, uh, like that boy Benny said, when you leave the house, grab the blick. You know what I'm saying? My little homie left without him, and I ain't, I ain't get to dap him since. Man, for sure. You know what I'm saying? That's for where sure. we coming from. So when you, you know what I'm saying? So when you go to a gun range, you're like, man, like, I just really want to see what this environment and what everything is talking about. Now, me, I'm not mingling with people in the gun range. I'm just going to, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Get, your, get your shots off. Get my shots off. For sure, for sure. But the shit be therapeutic to the point where it's like, I think, bro, I think I want to compete. So wait a minute. So then, so then, what is what is therapeutic? Is it the shooting? Is it the sound of the popping around you? Is it is it the focusing in on the target, feeling feeling the steel in your hand? Like what is it that brings about a sense? Because it seems like you go into like a meditative state. It sounds yeah, like you know what I'm saying, and it's really just like about focusing. You have this tool right. and like you being able to do and being able to place bullets and it's gotten to the point where it's just like I wanna place this bullet here and being ah, able to place this bullet there. You know what I'm gotcha, saying? And gotcha. just like you know what I'm saying, and able to do that over and over and it's kinda of, it, right. it, low key, it reminds me of football practice. Really? Because it's like a discipline and things become redundant. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. And you know for what I'm sure, saying? Like sure. you, you have to you have to continue to do things the same way over and over Fall and over in again. love with the the, the process yeah. of becoming a better marksman. Yeah. I got so, that. you know I what I'm saying? Like, like that's really what I find most therapeutic about it. Like I don't really I don't really be in there talking to people or you know what I mean? Well, I did talk to somebody. I talked to a dude who was who was a competitive shooter. Really? Yeah, and uh he was just telling me about it. He was like, "Yeah, you know, like this is how I got into competitive shooting and this is what so forth and so on and like these are classes." He gave me his card. And uh, wow. you know what I'm saying? I, I think I'm going to hit him up and just, you know, uh he actually uh has like an outdoor like an outdoor range or some land. See, I prefer outdoor ranges. Yeah. And uh I think it, I think it's like in in like 
Tascacita or something like that. Oh, that ain't too far from yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, damn. Because I, w- I wanted to go. It's one in Dallas. It's one outside of Dallas. Okay. okay. And um, and uh, I wanted to go to that one. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, I just, you know what I mean? It's not about, I'm not really on the like, Oh, my Second Amendment, even though I'm, I do feel like we should protect the Second Amendment right. For sure. <laughs> I'm saying the Second Amendment, for sure, for sure. But I, I'm not I'm not into it like that. Like I'm into and and you know what I'm saying, as we create content and I'm and I'm you know, I'm, as I'm learning about things, I I realize like we kinda gotta be the face and we have to talk about the things that we are getting into. For sure. Uh because when I type in uh gun safety the people that are teaching me about gun safety don't, don't look like yeah, you. Yeah, for sure they don't. You know what I'm saying? And then the the people that you find they end up do looking like you, it's kind of a, a caricature. Yeah, they are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I man, it's been a, it's been a minute. It's been a long minute since I've been to any gun range. Period. Um, but yeah, I, I can see I can see um, how how you would end up thinking that. I mean, shit. For me, when I was going to the gun range, I just, I don't know, it's the, the, it, was, it was the weirdest shit, it was the sound of the bullets. Like, it was the sound of the the noise going on around me, <laughs> you sure. know what I'm saying? And, you know, you can hear it, but you got the, the, the plugs, yeah, yeah. and you got the, so it's just kind of like, I don't know, you know how when you, when, when you watch movies, and it shows like stuff like kind of coming in, uh-huh. like uh, and and there's like that muffled yeah, sound, like it sure, just sure. it sounds like that, like you know what I'm saying. So I fuck with that, yeah. yeah but I, I've just I've been finding myself randomly at at, at the park, bro. Just bro, what made you just start pulling them to the park? Man, I don't know. Well, actually. I mean, you always been an outdoor nigga. Yeah, cause like that, you know that, what I'm saying? And, and just let AK. y'all know, this nigga Chris wake up in the morning, <laughs> like bright and early. You know what I'm saying? Go outside barefoot for sure. Soak up the sun, meditate real quick. Yeah, and that's how the nigga start his day every day for sure. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like, what would make you like? That's what I'm saying. Like, what would make you want to do that at the park? Uh, AK, mm. AK, you know. Your lady always be having an influence on you. For sure, for sure. Uh, positively, uh, for the most part. Uh, and, you know, just kind of seeing how, like, water brings her serenity and stuff like that and peace and stuff. Um, and, you know, I mean, mountains is, is what that is for me. But, like, nigga, you in Houston. For sure, for sure. And how often are you getting to the mountains yeah, to yeah, find yeah, peace? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may need to find a different route, a different way. Most definitely. Um, and so I found myself just kind of like, like you know, going to the park, sitting by the water, um, and just just kind of just chilling, um, thinking. Um, they got basketball court, a uh, basketball court with goals yeah. that actually have nets. Oh, okay. So You're I right. might, that's, that's... you know, I might fuck around and and go grab me a you know a, a NCAA basketball. Yeah, just you know what I'm saying. Just, just to just, just to get some some light work. And, yeah. You know, um, uh, because I I need more of a challenge. Yeah. In terms sure. of my 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 workout and regimen and stuff like that. So you know, uh, niggas is at gun ranges and parks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, uh, but but nah, that's um, I mean, shit. What 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 else been going on, bro? Like, 
Shit. Um, I guess we can start off with this nigga Kid Cudi. Okay. So we just. All right. I, th- just, I thought we was gonna try to find a, a smooth transition nah, nah, in. We're just, <laughs> we just gonna dive right in. Uh, <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I into mean, it. Into it. All right. All right. So let's go. Uh, Saturday Night Live. Kid Cudi performed uh, his his song "Sad People." Right. In a dress. Mm-hmm. Um, the dress was to pay homage to Kurt Cobain, right, uh, from Nirvana, and to bring awareness to mental health and suicide. Right. All right. Cool. That's that's first. All right. So then, it get it gets really, gets really funny in the light. Yeah. So then, Kid Cudi decides like, oh man, I appreciate the everybody's support on the performance and the tribute to Kurt Cobain. Um, but by the way, this is an off white dress. And then when I saw off white, I was like, oh okay, this is a rollout. Yeah. And yeah, it's a rollout. And I'm like, all right, cool, Kid Cudi. <sighs> um. The fact that you probably did one of your, I guess, you had a moment as an artist, and then you ruined that moment. Man, oh man. For capitalism. Man, oh man. Hey, bro. And see, that's see, and that's see, that's the thing. <laughs> like, like, that's why, like, when you called me, you was, just, was like, just like, you was like, oh man, you know, it's the art. Nobody's talking about the art and the blah, 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 blah. And I'm just, and I'm like, you fuck me. And I'm like, you fuck me. I'm like, hey, bro. Hey, look, I understand all that you're talking about. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is my question is still still remains. If you are a heterosexual male, what is the need for you really putting on a dress? See, it, and, I, the, and the thing is, is that like, all right, cool. You are one who deals with mental illness, uh, namely depression having suicidal thoughts, et cetera. And you have, you know, you you have these in, this 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 figure, white man named Kurt Cobain, mm-hmm. who who took his own life prematurely yeah. mm-hmm. based on what we perceive to be depression. Mm-hmm. Right? Now as far as I'm concerned, I've never done any sort of deep dive or digging into Kurt Cobain to know or, or to confirm whether or not he, he suffered from depression, yeah. right? Because Kurt Cobain killed himself with no one knowing why, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So then how can we then assume that it was based on depression? So that's number two. Number three, Um. When made when when Virgil was made mention of, I knew then. Yeah, it was it was there was some bullshit attached to it. Thus, asking the question: If you are a heterosexual male, Mm -hmm. what is the purpose for you putting on a dress, no matter the reason? Why? What? What is the purpose of that? See, and when it was when it was a, a a tribute to Kurt Cobain, totally understand it for sure. And um, like the kid, kid Cuddy, just for him being a, just turned. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Wait a minute, wait a minute. So you mean tell me there isn't a way to honor black people who have committed suicide? It is. So then, why not? Why use Kurt Cobain? Hey, I I am in the Kid Cuddy situation. Kurt Cobain was probably the easiest target. 
it was it was supposed to be artistic expression, but now that I know that it's a rollout, bro, I can, I can, I can. If it's a rollout, boy, capitalism is a motherfucker. Hey, you know what I'm saying? It's a rollout, like, and I, I can't really, and I can't really, I can't really. Th- this is the like the, what came about it. What really brought a problem for 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 me wasn't the fact that it was Kid Cudi and you know what I'm saying addressing all of that. It was just how people, um, it was it was how people addressed other people on Twitter and other social media okay. as it pertains to masculinity, right? Okay. So I don't want to die on that kid. Cuddy Hill, that's fucked up just in general. Like, first of all, like, if I'm Kurt Cobain family, like, why the fuck is his name in your mouth For just sure. to make money off of it? For sure. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. It's disingenuous. Yeah, for sure. But then, so then I, I, I begin to look at how... um. I, I begin to look at the generation gap starting. Right. So you have a I would consider us the um the conscious generation, the beginning of consciousness. Okay, I agree. And and I'm not I'm not saying that in the sense of like, you know what I'm saying, much love to the ancestors and, and their consciousness and everything like that. But, I um, but as we begin, like we started off on YouTube, uh then YouTube led us to actual books. So we read those books. Right. Then we challenged the people on YouTube. Half of the niggas that we started fucking with on YouTube, we don't even like half of them niggas no more. Man, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, um, and it led to like, all right, cool. Like we have these, we've kind of separated the real from the fake. And now the next generation is following suit, right? For sure. So <clears throat> when we talk about masculinity and we talk about it as like, well, masculinity being something and, you know, it's an attributes of a man. The next generation understands, like, hey, man, all of this shit was created based off of racism and white supremacy. For sure. So, fuck that. We don't necessarily have a way to fight against it, so we just going to tear all of those boxes up. For sure. So, what you may have is, you may have a heterosexual man who says, man, I'm going to wear short shorts, but I'm going to still carry a Glock. I'm going to get pedicures and manicures and get my nails painted. Me and my girl's going to have matching flowers in our pictures, in our hair. And, you know what I'm saying, we're going to raise a whole bunch of flower children. Now, to the niggas in our generation, Buddy might be a weirdo. I mean, most definitely Like, what I, what I described was would be a weirdo. For sure. But him, to him, it's like, bro, I define what masculinity is. My gal like it. Yo gal like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can still build somewhere. For so, sure. so <clears throat> it, it really was like, man, like, consciousness is changing. Yeah. And and are we going to be like I feel like we got a chance to be the first generation where there's no generation gap towards to the next generation. Okay, so I agree, I agree. But at at what point does does the line begin to be blurred with regards to effeminization versus? all out like you being self-defining with regards to what masculinity is looks like and how it's manifested now all in all um a lot of it is is what y'all hear me say all the time y'all and that is a lot of motherfuckers just not in the business of minding they motherfucking business (laughs) just it just it's crazy the shit the shit is wild yeah um at the same time um and this is this is not to say that that we as as black people 
need to use use and set standards for ourselves based on what what white people do, right? So let me preface it by saying I, I that. Think, I think that's the space where it kind of get tricky. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. We are fucking behind. I don't give a fuck how you look at it. I don't really give a fuck how, what, what you say. As a culture, as a people, we are behind. Thus, your your collectivism, your, your your collectivist mindset or your communal tribal mindset must not be to the point to where it imprisons you. But considering that you have to go based on what is going to be within the best interest of us as a collective, mm-hmm. especially when we are playing a game by and large where we are behind in so many ways. So so the, the, the fact of the matter is, is that we are not in a position to be splintered off the way that we are mm-hmm. when them, these, these white folks, fam, they have the luxury of being able to, you know, redefine what masculinity is yeah. and, you know, and, and you can, I can be androgynous like Prince and, and, and have ladies and I can wear short shorts and do blah, 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 because no matter what, bro, you can be, you can be dressed up, changed up based on the virtue, based on the color of your skin and, and get in, do, be, and act however you want to based on that. Yeah. You can be as gay as you want to, be as transgender as you want to, be as hetero as you want to, whatever the fuck you want to, based on you being white and being either male or, 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 or female or however you define, non-binary, whatever the fuck, based on your whiteness, whatever the fuck you want to do, you can do that because you and yours is in front. We are not, bro. But what... <laughs> And this is this is a conversation that this is a conversation that the youngest generation is having. Right. Um, so fam, you telling me you able to break down the history and tell me where things have started. Right. And throughout history things have started with us. Right. So and then culturally now things are definitely starting with us. Right. So <clears throat> what if what if I don't even worry about what if I don't even what if clothes are clothes? What if, instead of instead of worrying about like what if we just say man clothes are clothes if I want to wear this blouse because it go with these slim fit these slim fit khakis and these loafers that's what I'm gonna do like it being a blouse doesn't even fucking matter I'm fly I'm fly all right cool he fly bet we agree on that okay like what if we what if we skip all of that shit and just say hey fam I'm 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 a king you a queen we are gonna respect each other as such because and then the younger generation feels like bro they gonna kill us anyway like whether I'm gay. Whether I'm feminine, whether I'm masculine, whether I'm transgender, whether I'm what, like, hey, they'll shoot me in the face the same way they'll shoot the next nigga in the face. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they are, like, their consciousness is a little bit different. And and, and sometimes it scares me at times. I mean, but that's the thing. Okay, cool. Bet. You can. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. Um, But you're just saying, where's the line, though? Where's the line? Where's where's the line? And and are you willing to die about that though? Where's your warrior spirit? Yeah. Right? Like 
what you going to fight for and i'm not and i'm not talking about fight for you know in terms of you know marching in the motherfucking street and doing all of this other extra shit like no 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 nah like like where would you want where would you want be what you want when it's challenging and it's on your doorstep what you going to do what you what you going to die for when a motherfucker punches you in the mouth, when racism and white supremacy punches you in the mouth and reminds you all of this open-minded shit is cool, nigga, but you still a nigga, what you gonna do? But I think that's where it's like, hey, I'm still a nigga, so let me fuck all fuck all of that shit over there. Now, th- I believe that this this next generation is a tad bit delusional because they feel like they can escape race, racism. And they racism. do, and that's the, <laughs> but that is the problem. That is my problem. I don't have a problem with, like, bro, how y'all define masculinity and femininity and all of that other shit, like, like fam, like, that's, the, I'm, I, to be honest with you, bro, I ain't really got no interest in that. Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know, people, people talk about, oh, you know what I'm saying, the LBGTQ agenda and this and that and the third bro so what if there is a motherfucking agenda yeah because here's the thing man any marginalized group is supposed to have a fucking agenda <laughs> Most definitely. in order to in order to bring some sort of some sort of sense of normalcy to their existence yeah. because their lives literally depend upon it yeah. in order for you to see me as human being you have to fucking see me yeah. you have to see me integrate and assimilate into culture not from from the, the the vantage point of how culture is defined by the majority but how culture is defined by by everyone yeah yeah you see what i'm saying so i'm i'm with all of that but at the same time fam like what you gonna do when you are abruptly reminded? Cause it ain't it ain't subtle. It's not gonna be subtle, Alex. But I, I don't think they I don't think they deal with it in the same way. Like okay, so we talk about uh, niggas in dresses, right? Okay, and and niggas having to having black men having to wear a dress and show business to obtain some type of success, right? Right. So then we look at it like, so a nigga who is fifteen is like. Bro, but y'all telling me Martin was one of the coldest niggas alive, and 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 that's the other thing. Like, I still to this like okay, like because to him, to a fifteen year old is like, we don't he not seeing it as this is something that Martin had to do to obtain the things that he did in show business. He's seeing it as man, my uncle and my cousin, my bigger cousins and my 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 aunties they fuck with Martin tough, right? So to to him. It is stamped by my people. Right, right, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like right. that is the lens that he's looking at. And that's the thing. And and that and you gotta be able to separate, you know what I'm saying, like art from rea- okay. Put it like this. Put it like this here. You take you take folks like Martin, you take folks like uh like Eddie Murphy, uh Flip Wilson. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, and think about like there's there's the devil is in the nuance, bro. It's in, it's in, it's in the details. Think about those those eras. Think about the opportunities that women had. Think about the the uh the availability and the ability of these stars to hire more black women mm-hmm. to be able to play these roles. Yeah. Prime example. And and you also have to think about like 
the 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 dependability and all of those things. You take you take somebody like comedian Lonnie. Shout out to comedian Lonnie, Fenarios. I fucking love Fenarios. Um, this dude is dope. But he literally was just uh on his stories. I want to say last week, and he was just like, man, you know, it's really hard. Um, you know, since to find talent that's committed to their craft and that's gonna show up consistently and this and that and the third. He was like, I just had two women that I was supposed to be doing skits with today cancel on me. You know what I'm saying? One just, you know, had some sort of lame ass excuse and then the other one, like all of a sudden, the day that you're supposed to record with me, your car just all of a sudden break down. Like it was cool all this other time. And he was like, so he was like, so, you know what I'm saying? He was like, man, when niggas, in order to get this content out, put on these wigs and put on these dresses and and, and do all of this here. Yeah. Like I don't want to hear none of that shit about, oh, you know, you know, you're 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 stamping, you know, you're stepping on opportunities for women and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Because time and time again, you motherfuckers show me that y'all aren't dependable. Yeah. Right? And so like so if that's happening in, in, in 2021 and it's been happening over time in the past, mm-hmm. imagine what the fuck was going on back when Flip, uh, 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 Eddie, uh, you know, all of these people that I people can, I can see a lot of black women. I can see Martin saying, hey, man, I want you to play Shanae And a lot of black women saying, Fuck No, her. because she's a character caricature show. She's a, she's a, a stereotype, a this and a third. And it's like, all right, cool. All right, cool, sister. That's how you feel. I, I I I can appreciate that, but the fact of the matter is, is that those women in reality exist, and me being a, me being me, me being a man, like playing that role adds adds a, a more of an exaggerated element, makes her a, a caricature, and there's there's humor involved in that, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like well we don't even think of Shanae as human, at times, like in retrospect. You see what I'm saying? Like she was just another person. Like she was a person to buy time in the show. For sure. And 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 the, and the thing is, is that, but Uncle Otis is cool. Yeah. Um, Jerome. Dragonfly Jones. Jerome was cool. Yeah. And he was a whole pimp player. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so my thing is, is like, you know, the like you have to consider. The, the 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 context and and the 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 time the the day and time um you know and like like to to be honest um you know all of these labels that we get all of these definitions and all of this other stuff about what things are how things should be man culturally everybody that is a minority is operating outside of themselves, bro. Yeah. Everybody's operating outside of themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like no one is 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 operating from, you know, the 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 place of their origin. Yeah. Mindset. You know what I'm saying? For everything, bro. Even how we look at you know ourselves from a psychological perspective. That's not like, you know, there there's a there was a need. For Naeem Akbar's papers in African psychology mm-hmm. to 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 establish a a a foundation for understanding the psyche of of African peoples and people who are who whose ancestral line they you know go back to that to that that place. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's just like you know it's it's, it's kind of like what AK said. Uh, AK, I remember we were having a conversation and she said, "Look, man, 
like just because you recognize that you sick don't mean that you've remedied yourself motherfucker you still sick you still like sick, you yeah. just See, and, and it's, <laughs> you know just, it's just crazy because i think about like man talking to a young nigga you be like bro you know what i'm saying i'm listening to y'all podcast and nigga you getting pedicure y'all getting pedicures and manicures so what if i take it a step further and paint my nails what's the what's the big deal and i'm like bro it, it ain't no it big ain't deal. no big deal no bro big like deal. you know what i'm saying and so to him it's just like like the as we begin to break walls we gotta understand that they didn't see what came before that wall. For sure, they didn't. They didn't see the wall that we broke down. Yeah, but at the same time, it is also incumbent upon the young folks to to have interest. See, that's the that's that's what, one of the other things. I know I'm sounding like an old nigga right now, bro. That, and but, but, <laughs> but 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 I, at this point, bro, I don't give a fuck. Hey, bro, you gotta give a fuck about history, young nigga. Yeah, you got to. Like oh man, you know what I'm saying that shit. Does, like like you said, like we broke we breaking down walls based on what we saw. But our generation, for for whatever reason, had a vested interest in what came before us. Bro, imagine a <laughs> like imagine imagine a, a 15 year old picking up picking up the autobiography of Malcolm X. Right. But he just in randomly in, in Barnes and Nobles. Bro, you know how hard we had to look for the help? Man. Dude, like, like, but that whole, he just walking into we Barnes and Nobles. We sought. He, is, he walking into Barnes and Nobles getting it. We, we had to seek like our blackness. And, and and the thing is, is that not everybody is blessed enough or was blessed enough to have either parents in the house or a place like a Pilgrim Daycare Center. Mm-hmm. Or a McGregor Elementary or a Lockhart Elementary to set that foundation. Not everybody has access to that. And the thing is, is that for me, for this younger generation, my niggas, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. Bro, it's, a, it's a generation of motherfuckers who conscious who never got to watch Sarnetta TV. Man. <laughs> Think about that. Bro, we had to go through Sarnetta TV, bro. <laughs> Like, come on, cuz. Like, you know what I'm saying? Think of niggas sharing links, and like, you have niggas sharing links about their essays, and you reading through the essays, and then you have to like double check, hey, nah, this wrong, this wrong, this wrong. Man. Like, Bro, they don't have to do that. Nah. (laughs) And that's the, and and the thing is. So they coming in, they coming into their consciousness with with work that's already been double checked and they saying, well, all right, cool, fam. Like, well, we can, we can define this all, but it's still no like, no, nah, bro, it's still a monster out there that y'all got to fight for. For so, sure. So with this information, though it may be easier, you need to take it with a grain of salt and be like, all right, cool, like, bet, y'all gone. You you say, hey, man, my black masculinity is whatever the fuck I say it is. That is, cool. that is wonderful. Cool. That is wonderful. So but, how are you going to use that in the spike, how, though? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, how does, how does that make you, um, I guess... Cause here's the thing. How, how does how does that how does that prepare you for the racism white white supremacy white supremacy that you're gonna receive like that you're gonna endure? Because the thing is, is that with with the how you show your masculinity and how you define your masculinity is viewed by your enemy, right? If how you're defining your masculinity and how that how that manifests itself doesn't make your enemy think twice about fucking with you, then what is the incentive of the of your enemy to either leave you the fuck alone rather than 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. kind of like what Dave Chappelle said his mama taught him. Sometimes you got to give the appearance of being a lion so that you could be the lamb that you really are. Hmm. Right? I got to, I got to. I don't think these young niggas is lambs. <laughs> I got to, I got to, I got to, you know, I got to peacock in a sense to, you know, like, yeah, yeah, ah, you know. And and cause when you out there, you ain't got time to be, you know, nigga. I'm I'm yeah. I got this blouse on cause nigga I'm fresh. No, but but a nigga say I wore the dress because I had the stick. You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> like so, bro. That so. but that's but that assumes that you a, that you a gangster before you wearing that. True. So yeah, nah, nigga, like, like, like nah, like yeah. I'm not trying to hear that shit, like, bro. I just, like, I just think that these one, these young niggas are overly aggressive, like, just as it pertains to everything, like niggas feel like jumping out the window, like they don't see, like, the the statement that you just made that Dave Chappelle that his mama told him that applies to a generation that doesn't apply to it, like, bro, they they seeing niggas be lions out here, so they feel like, bro, I'm a lion twenty four seven. Ah, uh, yeah, can't. you a lion 24-7 fighting against niggas that look like you. For sure. So that shit sure, don't sure. count. That, shit, that, shit, ain't that really... shit don't count. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's like Pop Vasquez said, bro. Like, that all that work you talking about and that rah-rah shit, bro, that shit don't impress me if you ain't put that work in on your motherfucking enemy. Period. So yes, that shit does. That shit does apply to you niggas because the fact of the matter is, is that you a lamb for real, and you and you a lamb for real to the motherfuckers that you not supposed to be a lamb to. Super facts. So my statement stands, my nigga. Yeah. Like you niggas, you niggas is. Oh. Hey man, <laughs> boy, this man. Cause like man, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like y'all niggas, y'all niggas out of there. Boys, boys, really out here. It it is a it is a like a internal thing and it's like bro and that's the thing and that's the thing hey bro hey nigga hey if if you <laughs> it's one thing to drop somebody who look like you and man. you got a blouse on but if you drop somebody else you know what I'm saying who don't look like you who are enemy with man. a blouse on he gonna think bro them blouses hey bro <laughs> he gonna think twice bro. <laughs> them, them what's blouses. what's what's to these niggas and these blouses you know what I'm saying you know like, what I'm saying and hey uh, a lot a lot of you young niggas be bringing up prints. Y'all need to y'all need to do y'all need to study y'all need to really study Prince because because DMX RIP and Prince RIP like on drink champs that boy DMX told Nori hey the most gangster nigga in the industry that ha- that I have ever run into <laughs> was Prince and we talking about DMX yeah bro like so get get off the gas like you niggas is not on that type of time that Prince was on you know what I'm saying and and, and but but the, but I I get it. I get it. Consciousness is changing. How it manifests is changing. Um, there's less work that has to be done because of all of the things that were, you know, all of the building blocks that were built mm-hmm. generation after generation. And then in the age of information, in the age of the internet, and it being just uh, abundantly available, there's less work that has to be done on behalf of this generation. So the, thus, thus, like, you know what I'm saying, giving y'all the, the availability to quickly redefine, or so you say, yeah, redefine what the struggle is and is supposed to look like. 
So 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 how do we explain a nigga like Kyrie Irving? I'm a, I'm gonna keep it real with you. Um, I'm I'm all for what Kyrie is doing, and here's why. Um, don't nobody get to define for me or any uh, or any man. Yeah. How they go about or when they go about their their spiritual transformation in whatever way they decide that wokeness is going to apply to them, right? Yeah. Now, granted, and I don't mean no, Bismillah, I mean no offense to none of my brothers of Islam. Albeit a religion that that was perpetrated by a group of people that enslaved yeah. Africans. Mm-hmm. That's your form of wokeness. Mm-hmm. That's your form of, of coming into enlightenment about yourself and growing as a man, growing as a human being. And that doesn't, like, no one gets to define how you do that and when you do that. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how much money. Bro, so what? I'm making $32 million a year. Yeah, for sure. So what? I'm a professional athlete. So what? All I'm here for is your entertainment and this and then the third. Like, but I'm here for my life. I'm here for, for my 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 growth as a human being. So what you're not going to do is you're not going to tell me to shut up and dribble. For sure, for sure. And you're not going to control what I do in terms of how I go throughout my spiritual journey. And the thing is, is that if I'm willing to suffer whatever consequences that come to me by my employer. Why are you tripping? Fuck you. Because, bro, when this nigga Kyrie, everybody was like, Kyrie fucking crazy. This nigga <laughs> tripping. What the fuck going on with Kyrie? Nigga just nigga just disappeared for two months, and then when you find out what he did in them two months, for sure, it's like yeah, buying houses and shit, bro. Hey man, I it was some people. Hey, I know I'm supposed to hoop. I'm gonna get back to hooping, but yeah. there's some people that need my help. They need my help, so I'm a, I'm gonna go help them. Cause cause guess what? A and B A, y'all not y'all, bro, y'all gonna move on without me. You yeah, know what I'm well like, that that, but are y'all gonna kick for sure the Floyd family some bread? No. I mean, y'all was all on this social justice hey, bro, shit. T- matching T-shirts and all of that shit. Hey, that, yeah, that's that was, cool. That was cool. That's cool, bro. That was cool. That's cool. But I, I pulled up on them. For sure. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And then, and then like, I don't know, bro. I, I just. I, and, and it's like, man, you can see it. <laughs> that boy Kyrie in the angry face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's definitely in the angry face. He angry at hey, every fucking thing. Hey, Schroeder, don't call me a nigga. Don't call me a nigga, Schroeder. He like, bro, you ain't even from here, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't call me that, bro. Like, don't 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 do it. I will box you, my boy. <laughs> I mean, I, I I feel that, but hey, Kyrie, nigga, you tripping? <laughs> I'm from here. Box, hey, nigga, hey, box. Bro, like, hey, that nigga is mad at everything, but nah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? But I can I could definitely appreciate and. It is, it, it, bro. Kyrie, Kyrie kind of made me look at LeBron a little, a little sideways. Why? This is why I say this, because LeBron is in the forefront. He can kind of control his narrative, right? Right. And Kyrie did the things that we was like, "Hey, LeBron, if you could control the narrative, like you should have been did these things, and you could have, 
and, and you being in the forefront, you ain't you ain't get on the phone with Kyrie and, Kyrie and be like, "Hey, what's going on?" Because people are making statements based off of like, man, your, nah, hold on, your hold experience on. with Kyrie, man, fuck you, nigga. Publicly, you've dissed me. Privately, you want some other shit. Nigga, why the fuck I gotta come to your goddamn defense? Nigga, take the it, backlash. It, it, ain't, it ain't it ain't about the defense. It's just about okay. So cool. That's personal. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> That's personal. And it but bleeds into and it bleeds into what it what was done professionally. You made professional decisions based on some personal shit. Yo, yo motherfucking ego, nigga. So you got to deal with the consequences. Even if even into coming into your consciousness, nigga, have you atoned? Cause that's what Islam oh, for sure. Oh, let <laughs> don't don't fucking play with me, bro. Y'all niggas, so, don't so, don't play with so me. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if it wasn't Kyrie, though, do you think like, do you think the narrative would have been different? Do you think that LeBron would have helped that narrative being something being something else? Yes and no. Now I, I'm not gonna say because LeBron has done it for other people. He did it for Dwight Howard. He has done. Where's it for, well, where's the beef there though? For sure. But I, you know, hey, what I'm saying? hey man, hey 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 hey. Sometimes, hey. bro, when a nigga doing something good, you got to be like, ah, hey, doing something good. Ah, uh, <laughs> like a, Lebron, hey. Lebron doing something good. What, have you said anything about his school? Have you given him much props for that? Have you given this pro, given him the 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 grace that you want? Um, for for all of the things that are mounted see, upon his ah nah, nah, nah hey, come on no nah, come hey, on bro, come if, on because 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 we're talking about spiritual awakening we're talking about him being in Islam and all this other shit Alex we gotta go there bro bro, bro my, hey bro my moral code is my moral code ah. if, you, if you hey bro if you doing some shit and and niggas and sitting in front and white folks sitting in front of me talking about oh man you used to work with Kyrie what hey man Kyrie doing what the fuck he want to do. Go ahead and talk to Kyrie. So what more? So okay. So if that's my answer, what more needs to be done? But, well, why do? But but Brian ain't Brian ain't just say that. He so here's the so here's the thing. So here's the thing, Alex. And no, here here's the here's the way a nigga like Kyrie gonna operate, right? Cause just because I, I support what the nigga doing spiritually, don't mean that I don't think that Kyrie ain't a hoe. Use a hoe ass nigga. You know what I'm saying, Kyrie? Use a hoe ass nigga. Use a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Period. In real life, nigga. So, outside of Islam. So here's my thing. Cause, cause LeBron would have chucked him some bail had he Bro, said it. But, but, let, but, let, but LeBron let it. So let's like, so let's say let's say LeBron do exactly what you're talking about. I'm a grown man. I don't need him coming to my defense. Da, da, da. Nah, nigga, <laughs> fuck you. Bro, be willing to suffer the consequences, oh my, my boy. Hey. Be willing to suffer the consequences, my boy. Like, nah, bro, nah. Hell nah. No, no. This is not on LeBron goddamn the GOAT James. Period. <laughs> like, no, hey. nigga. No. Like, you, bro, and, and this is the thing, like, this is what happens when you alienate yourself, bro. For sure, for sure. That's that's something that Kyrie has definitely done. Which is why people could just be like, "Oh man, Kyrie insane." Same thing with this nigga KD, bro. Oh man, hey, bro, what you think about that shit that happened with him and Michael Rappaport? Michael see, Rappaport a hoe. See this. See this is why Michael Rappaport a hoe. Let me let me niggas don't let me let me let me let me adjust. Why KD didn't see that coming though? Hold on, let me let me just <laughs> let me address this real quick. Now, I need you to look into <laughs> I, my I, eyes I know where you're going. and hear me say this. 
And I don't really give a fuck about what nobody got to say about it. When you let others <laughs> penetrate your culture, hey. offer their commentary, warranted or unwarranted, you, will, you allow them to get comfortable as guests in your home and they begin to kick off their shoes and relax their motherfucking feet on your coffee table. And you've been letting them do that for the longest of time. Don't be mad when they go into your motherfucking refrigerator and drink the last beer because they assume that they could do that. Yep. And no matter what the fuck you may believe, they don't look like you, they plight ain't like yours, and they can get out of shit just like this bitch-ass nigga did. Went on to, to Undisputed and cried about niggas. Bro, nigga. Cried about motherfuckers not playing with him and his dog at the dog park. <laughs> Bro, it don't get no whiter than that. This bitch ass, <laughs> this bitch ass white boy, talks so much shit. Cash shit, cash shit about niggas in sports and in hip hop, and you let this white boy slide all the time, and, and he's then even, he's not even likable, and then be surprised when he does something like that to KD. Man, get the fuck on, bro. Get on, man. I, I ain't surprised. Y'all, y'all keep on bro, letting. Why didn't KD see that coming though? I don't know why KD didn't see it coming. Well, first of all, KD, you a hoe too. You're sensitive. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying. You always the, the 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 hit dog that's hollering. Hey, bro. You know what I'm saying. Like nigga, you do not have tough skin. Yes. You 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 are you are nothing like LeBron. You will never be like LeBron. It's kind it's kind of like what that boy what that boy Draymond Green uh said to Paul Pierce. Would you think they love you like Kobe? <laughs> Would you think they love you like Kobe, nigga? <laughs> Get the fuck on, KD. You's a bitch, bro. What a nigga. What a nigga. I think what well, KD probably like a hundred mil up. Yeah, he probably a hundred mil. What a nigga a hundred mil up doing scrolling the timeline, bro. I'm trying to understand, dog. Like, you, you like, 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 bro, like, bro. Get you some, go get you some hair plugins, bro. bro or go get hoop. a fade, like my you nigga. Literally a hundred mil up, and you hoop every day, bro. Come on, come, bro. Like, fuck them people. Fuck these people. It's 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 kind of like it's like it's like Channing. Shout out to that boy, uh, uh, uh Channing from um uh I am athlete podcast sure, sure. right he said that that he developed this state this saying when he was in college cuz you know that boy Channing used to get locked up a lot when yeah. he was when he was in school mm-hmm. and he said one day he read um a newspaper uh headline that says you should lock Crowder up during the week so he make it on Saturday. so he can make it to the game on Saturday <laughs> <laughs> and as funny as that is right he said it it made him coin the statement you have to put a value on your evaluators. Yeah. People who whose opinion means something. Thanks. Who you yeah, know the it's credible. It, who people who are credible in the in the game, whatever the game is that you're playing. Yeah. Right? Those are the people whose opinion that you should value and 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 e- evaluate with regards to how you move and the things that you answer to. But a motherfucker that just like 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 somebody bro Michael Rappaport? Bro, why are you beefing with Michael Rappaport? Bro, and that's the thing is like motherfuckers like Michael Rappaport 
bait motherfuckers like KD in this shit so they can be in black conversation. For sure. And then, but then you also have on the flip side, right? KD, you talking that shit to Uncle Shay Shay. And here's what you not gonna do. See, what you not gonna do with Uncle Shay Shay is is punk him or, or or make him feel intimidated. Like the nigga has invited you to undisputed. He's also giving you the option of having a conversation with him in private. So you know, what you gonna do, Katie? Man. Are you gonna are you gonna have the private conversation with? But you with? know, but you know that nigga, bro. And that's the thing too is like, KD, when you bump it, when you bump into Uncle Shay Shay at Nobu, bro, you not gonna be on that tough shit. <laughs> I swear to God, bro. Because, hey, bro, <laughs> if if Shay Shay get a hold to you, hey, bro, he ain't turning you loose, hey, bro. bro. You know like, like, he not turning you loose. Hey, that's what I be. That's what I don't be understanding about niggas like KD. He's like, hey, bro. I'ma I'm see you at Nobu. Yeah. I'ma see, you, bro. You, all you niggas in LA, bro. I'ma I'm a bump into you. I'm, I got to. Bro. You niggas fuck with the same twelve bitches anyway, <laughs> bro. All I gotta get a hold is one of them. Be- hey, man, where you at? Wait, man, I'm pulling up. It's a wrap, bro. Come on, man. It's a, it's a wrap. So, Nig- and, and, like, and that's my thing. Is like, bro, and I don't understand what it is. Like, I don't really consider myself tough, right? But. The niggas who do consider them, consider themselves tough, you can't be tough just just getting your feelings hurt by people on the internet, bro. That's crazy. Like you can't you can't have your feelings hurt by by Michael Rappaport and then talk tough to Uncle. No, bro. Nah. No, bro. They don't add nah. up. There's something's missing there, bro. That, nah, bro. That that two plus two don't equal four. Cause uh, <laughs> cause Michael Rappaport, uh, he's gonna you know. He's gonna go on a on a uh a tour of of white man redemption. <laughs> Uncle Shay just gonna be like, so bro, what you wanna do though? Hey, but like real talk. Like, <laughs> like, like do you wanna squat? I got hands. We can go. Like, go what you wanna do you though? Feel you know what I'm saying? And it's just <sighs> Man, bro, and, and it's kinda like man, like, um, looking at people like cause bro, Kevin Durant 33. Yeah. I think what uh Kyrie 31. Yeah. No. Is he 30? I don't even think Kyrie is in the 30s yet. For real? Is he in his 30s? He's a he's a young cat. You know what I'm saying? He a young cat, from my understanding. Cause he was super young when they won the when they won the chip. Uh he's 29. 29, yeah. That's what I'm saying. This nigga ain't even 30 yet. 29. Uh <clears throat> bro, I don't understand why. Like the Kyrie, also he Kyrie had people that aren't self aware of where they at in life. Right, Kyrie, you have isolated yourself, like you said with LeBron. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And what you want is you want people to not call you crazy, but it's like Kyrie, <laughs> like by all measures. Like when <laughs> when when you all right, cool. You went to go do what you you went to go do what you went to do, and Ooh. it was it was good, and we found out later it was good. Right. What's wrong with saying, hey, y'all, I'm about to go do this? Right. To the team. Right, right, right. I'm about to go do this. And I would appreciate y'all if y'all just kind of like kept this. On the low. Yeah. But then when we looking up in the team, like, so where Kyrie? 
Shit, nigga. Nigga. <laughs> your, your guess is good as Good as mine. mine. <laughs> like, 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 what kind of position are you putting people in? And I and I, I don't understand, like, I get that everybody got a right to do whatever you want to do, but it's like how you do it. Right, right. That's going that's going to forever be important. And I know, you know, a lot of people, I don't give a fuck. I don't do hey bro, but it's still how you it's still about how you don't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, look, man. I definitely can agree with that. Like, and, and though you have agency, that doesn't mean that consequences are always yours alone. For sure. So that means like you got the agency to do whatever the fuck you want to do, but if the if the consequences yep. come and it's just like, well, shit, since since you don't give a fuck, let me hand these consequences to the next person that you might give a fuck about. Right, right. That's how shit go. Right. And and, and you don't really want to play them. And games. that's yeah, that's that's not fair. That's not fair. That's why I say all the time, man. Like you know, I'm gonna always, um, you know, make make decisions based on, um, you know, everybody around me, even if they may be decisions that I don't like or make me feel uncomfortable or something that I wouldn't want to do, you know. Otherwise, it's my actions are going to affect other people. You know what I'm saying? It's like fucking dropping a pebble. In the middle of a lake, like the, the the ripple effects of that are gonna be felt from at, you know at least a good mile, mile and a half away. Yeah. Like you can't you can't escape that. You know what I'm saying? So you know I don't know, man. Like I said, Kyrie, do your thing. You know, what I'm saying in terms of your spiritual journey. Um, you know, man, I hope you learn the true history of Islam uh, and and the people that practice it the most. Um, bro, I ain't, I ain't even know. <laughs> I didn't even know that, but but Kyrie was on the Islam. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. That, I mean, a lot of. Or that. I mean, or at least that's what that's what I've been seeing on. You know, what I'm saying like he's practicing Ramadan. You know, he's t- he's taking some time out. Like he took two days or three days off or some shit like that. Like you know, what I'm saying because in preparation for that or something like that because he's never done it before. Blah blah blah. You know, and so people start like, oh my god, like well Kareem. You know, he did Ramadan, and he never did da 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 da. And I'm just like, okay, y'all. So niggas. did so did Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah, like you know, what I'm saying like, hey fam, not everybody handles yeah, yeah, yeah. Ramadan the same. Number one, number two, this is his first time oh, participating in Ramadan. So that's a, that's, a, that's a whole thing within itself. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yeah, like who who are we to uh to police um you know what I'm saying somebody's spiritual journey so I don't know man it it is what it is y'all niggas y'all niggas hey man hey, look just don't old niggas I, su- I suggest y'all just don't be on the internet engaging <laughs> uh, no bullshit though cause bro consciousness is about to change for sure uh, it, uh, consciousness um the aesthetic of consciousness is about to change. Consciousness gonna always be consciousness at the sure. end of the day. For sure. Um, when the aesthetic changes, don't get all riled up. Please don't. You Please know what don't. I'm saying? It's, it's just gonna be. Is you gonna see? You gonna see some wild shit? But don't get to calling old niggas. Love to call a young nigga weird. You fucking weirdos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, bro, chill out. And then, and then, and understand this. Um, capitalism will have people that look like you. Mm-hmm do things that uh appear to be okay but 
you know what I'm saying, when it's really brought to the light, it's shady and funny shady as fuck. Shady shit. Thus, an off-white um, rollout and a Black Lives Matter activist and founder being, you know, uh, investigated for spending $3 million on, on, on homes. Nigga. Um, nigga. Like, just understand, I, I bro. I can't believe we ain't talking about that. <laughs> I, I didn't know if you wanted to. Yeah, nah. It, I, yeah. Hey, bro, it, it's cool with me. We we at what a minute, a, 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 a hour, and eight minutes. We we good. Like, bro, what the fuck? Hey, hey, cause, bro, cause you. <laughs> so everybody who follows who has followed this podcast up until this point, um, who you know what I'm saying was active with us last year. Y'all know we wasn't really waving that BLM flag. Hell no. Nah. Um, it was it was some it, it was some weird shit going was, on. It was some that is some weird shit. Like that ain't consciousness. That's just a lot of that's a lot of uh man, we don't want you to do it, we wanna do it. Right, shit. right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because there's two different organizations from my understanding. Like there's one on the East Coast. Yeah. That being in DC, and then, then there's another one. On the West Coast, uh, I want to say in Washington State. I, I, I thought it was in Portland. Yeah. Yeah. No Oregon. No Oregon. Oregon. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So that hey, in man. and of itself, like, and then you spending the bread, and we was like, everybody was wondering, hey man, where all of that BLM bread go? And then so then, um, what's the sister name? Um, which which mama was it? Was it Rice? Yeah, yes, yeah, uh, Tamir Rice. Tamir, yeah. So when 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 Mrs. Rice or Miss Rice, you know, what I'm saying, get the like, oh wait, hold on, y'all niggas high siding, this and that, and the third, whoop they wop. Yeah. And then everybody want to come to her defense, including your boy, uh, uh, Sean sure King. <laughs> and then now this, <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, bro, it's 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 two people on the internet that I hate. I hate to fucking agree with. Amanda Seals and Sean King. Yeah. When y'all make me agree with these motherfuckers, y'all have fucked up. <laughs> like y'all have absolutely fucked up. Just fucked be on up some my like, man, God damn, man. Like, like why I gotta agree with this stuff? Yeah, for sure. Man, and that's the thing, bro. Like when you know what I'm saying, these organizations and these it, <laughs> these organizations go through all of this and all of this bro at this point it's even even though it may be well shit no it ain't on my behalf it's propaganda so so let me so let me ask you this so let me ask you this what is the threshold for a grassroots organization turning crooked like at what threshold does a grassroots organization have the potential when the moment I see white people saying, "Hey, this the one we want," ah, you you crooked. Okay, you done. All right, you, you're done for. Okay, cool. Oh, um, so then how do grassroots organizations expand nationally and avoid that? You become your own corporation. Okay, so you you get you get so big to a point where it's like, all right, cool, so. Um, how do we, how do we, um, all right, cool, we got this breakfast program. Right. Okay. Man, this breakfast program is fucking insane. Right. 
like, man, how we is getting crazy. The folks looking at us crazy. What are we gonna do? You know what we gonna do? We gonna start a chain of daycares in every city. That'll be live. And then in these daycares, what we wanna tell people is, hey man, you just you can really drop your kids off in the morning for free. We'll feed them, and we'll get them to the schoolhouse for you. Ah, we'll get them to the school. Hey, uh, but if you got a if you got a child that's in pre-K or younger, man, you go a little bread and you can keep them here all day. We'll wash them for you. But we making money. The the but it's you the organization is still on the front lines, but at the but it's also all right, man, on the low. Yeah, 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 for sure. This is what we're gonna do for the people. I fuck with that. That's what that's what that gotta look like. Otherwise, when bro, what the fuck is 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 Johnson and Johnson doing a uh, Black Lives Matter con- uh, commercial for us? I don't know. I've never seen it. Bro, you know what I'm saying? Just just any of these any of these commercials. Large com- yeah, I like see what any you're of this shit. Like, bro, what the fuck? When the NBA did it, all right, cool. So the NBA, y'all wearing t shirts, y'all doing this in the NBA talking about they have an initiative. Well then what does that initiative look like? For sure. But like are who, who who's who's helping that that initiative um roll out? Facts. Because the the players themselves don't have time to keep up with the with the initiative daily. For sure. Um, then you're gonna hire somebody, and nine times out of ten, you're gonna hire a black woman, right? And she's gonna want to go for the gusto, and then you're gonna, at every step of the way, put some type of limitations or hurdles for her to actually get that shit done. For sure. For sure. Every and, single time. And then it'll it'll slowly fizzle out. Facts, bro. Are we really even? Are we really even talking about it at this point? Well, we well they wore the t-shirts last night. Right. Yeah, but I hadn't seen anything since after the bubble. Yeah, I haven't seen anything since after the bubble either. So when, you, bro, it's on that shit only for a season, cause bro, and and it's like, man, bro, they only gonna let it be for a season. Yeah, for they sure. can't let this this type of shit, bro. They will never let it persist. As quiet as it's kept. Everybody already think in the NBA that the the, the prisoners run the asylum. No, nah, the prisoners are definitely running that asylum. And, and for sure, bro. Do you think? Do you think these white billionaires feel good about that shit? For the for the NBA? Yeah. No, nah, hell no. Nah, of they course don't not. Feel good about that shit, they bro. They bro. They, bro the players. They bro, wait no leverage. The players. The players of the NFL. Wish that they were the players, they were like the players of the NBA, and the owners of the NBA wish that they had control, like the <laughs> like owners, the, like the owners in the NFL, for sure, for sure, for sure. Like that's what that is, bro. Man, but but when you talk about like organizations, and then bro, it's gonna be another one that's gonna pop up. Oh yeah, yeah, it's always gonna you be something me? that's gonna and, pop up. And, and, it's just I, so. So what? Okay, I got. Is there a BLM if, um, if the NAACP wasn't attached to the bourgeoisie? I mean, I. I don't know, man. I and, and I maybe NAACP might be a, a bad example as well. But man, bro, <laughs> like, bro, bro, like, United Negro College Fund, like. They just elected their first black president. 
Wow, nigga, excuse me. <laughs> like, we didn't even know there was a uh, there's an option for another one, like for other, like, hey, bro. So that's what I'm saying, bro. Like it's all of all of these Negro organizations that are nationally. I kind of I kind of agree with your paradigm, bro. Once once white folk as a whole begin to be like, especially white corporations, white run corporations begin to be like, oh, these the ones, these who these who we rocking with. Then, um, you know, what I'm saying? but at the same time, at the same time, let me let me not let me let, let me let's let's backtrack, let's backtrack because we work with and are willing to work with non black people for sure. I, I feel like it would be hypocritical, uh, now, now that we kind of working through it, it would be hypocritical to just place place that on, on, on folks because the thing is, is that. I was kind of having I was having this conversation with AK and you know one of the things that I get frustrated about a lot is you know this trope that motherfuckers create like just because they've seen me or us work with non-black folk in the past that just somehow some way there's this side eye as if we would ever compromise ourselves yeah. and, and our people and stuff like that and bottom line is, is that, you know what I'm saying, people never really knew um, what came of, of me and what has come of me working with non-black folk. Mm -hmm. um, you know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, is that uh, selling out is something that I've never done. And in everything that, that, that I've done on a large scale, um, black children, have always find themselves the beneficiary of my my work. Yeah. Um. Even if that means I was working with non-black people, mm -hmm. and so I have to, based on that, and based on not not wanting to be a hypocrite, I kind of got to stop for a second as we work through this and say, "Damn, all right, what are the actions, or, or what does it look like?" Uh, yeah, what does it look like to um to show and prove yeah. that while this organization is working with non-black people, the plight, the priorities of and the interest of black people is still remaining at the forefront for our benefit. There's, I, I feel like there's a difference between working with, working with others, and others co-signing you. I agree. I agree. So, I agree. So, while yeah, see, I never needed a co-sign. Like, yeah, while we while we work with others, they wouldn't dare fucking co-sign us because they know what we what we stand for and what we own off the gate. For sure, for sure. Because they know, like, hey, bro, these niggas not finna fold. Nah. And so they're not gonna try us like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they not finna fold they own what they own. And even if even if I disagree with, with what they own, they do so good such good business. We gotta fuck with them. We gotta fuck with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kinda wanna be on that type of that type of time. You know what I'm saying? On some on some Nipsey shit. Yeah. On some on some Master P shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like you you gotta fuck with me just because you have to. Just fuck because with you me. have to fuck with me. And and understand. Shit. Like, Tyler, understand. On some Tyler Perry. Yes. On some on some soon. 
Kev on stage shit. Facts. Like, hey, bro, the dollars you give me, you'll never see again. For sure. <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? Facts. Like, the dollars you, I'm going to take this money. I'm going to give it to some black people. They're going to give it to their black kids. For sure. And then you you might see now, whatever they do with it after that, you might see it. You might see then. it, yeah. But, it, hey, bro, it's, but as it relates to where, when it touched my fingertips. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, you not gonna, it's not going to come for me. I, I agree. You know I what agree. I'm saying? I just, um, uh, by far, we just got to do better with this shit, bro. Like, because, and, and that's the other thing. Like, um, ooh, like, what do you say about people who, like, Black, like our oh, Black Lives Matter, like I support the, I support the statement, but not the, um, not the movement, not the organization. Like, do you think we should let that slide anymore? Yeah, why not? The statement is true. The statement is true. The statement is true. The statement, the statement, like that, those sentiments, um, or, should, or maybe this is a better question, because we support that statement so much. How do we use that statement to hold the organization accountable? Man, it gotta be on some watchdog type shit, to be honest. Like who 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 do we have in place to where these these people have to um check in? It kinda gotta be on some gangster shit. Yeah. Like on some trick trick shit or some some LA shit. Like nigga, like you gotta, you gotta really check in. Cause that's the thing with like a nigga like Trey, you can really like, all right, cool, we giving this money so such and such can get a house. Then Trey be like, all right, cool, these are the houses that I gave the folks. No, for sure, no, you know no, what no, I'm no, Trey, man, Trey, man. Like, but how? Bro, this you... nigga got receipts. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he'll show you the big ass warehouse with 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 everything and in then it. How, and how do we, how do we give all of this money to somebody, and then we just let that slide as a culture? That's just that's just insane to me. Yeah. To where somebody's spending three hundred three hundred million dollars on or three million dollars on or just houses and houses shit. and shit, just random shit. Yeah, that's crazy. That's insane. But that's the thing, like, you know, you mentioned Trey, but Trey is not somebody. Like Trey, that, not gonna like, be that big either. Like he has no intention of being on that big of a scale to be a national organization. Nah, but he's but a nah, na- he but will, he's he will travel known na- he will travel nationally. He's nationally known though. Yeah, but it, and, and 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 the thing is is that Trey has the Trey is not an organization, he's a single person. Mm-hmm. But the relief gang is yeah. angels by nature. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like and the thing is is that um Trey could come back from from Minnesota tonight and say, "Hey, um for his legal defense, for 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 you know, saying legal stuff or funeral stuff or whatever the case, you know, what I'm saying the homie family need blah blah blah. Yeah. People and we are, people, and we, we know little homie family gonna get every every cent, every dollar, yeah, and then some, yeah. And then guess what? What we also know is that we will see them receive mm-hmm. every dollar, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's 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 the difference. And so while like he he's, you know, he's known nationally, and, and but the, but the thing is is that even if he wasn't, um, it's just certain people, bro, that just got the integrity that's just gonna do right 
whether you watching them or not. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, is that, like, you you can, how do you vet those people? And if you can't vet them, then you're going to have, like, you have to, it's going to be, it's going to be, in my opinion, tough to, like, <laughs> find a motherfucker that's going to show you that just. I, I feel I feel like they slipped through the cracks because it was, it was, it was such a long time since our last organization as a people that we could stand behind. Man. Then when we saw it being attacked by the FBI and the CIA, we were just like, nah, 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 nah. Fuck what y'all talking about. For sure. That's ours. Right. But at the same time, we weren't educated on what those things look like. When we right. so when we so when we hear the rumors about oh man, they train Marxists. Well, at this point, it's not even rumors. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when we hear that, like, do you know what that is? Right. As a black person. And you just like, oh, bro, I don't really know what that shit is. But if they willing to stop and throw all of this shit over, it's, it's cool. But, you know what I'm saying, in Marxism, is like, hey, we use the people to rebel. Right. And then uh, once we rebel and we in the same position, we do the same shit the last people did, but we kill all of the people that rebel because. They going to rebel against us. Yeah. For sure. And that. That's no bueno. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know so, like, saying? and, and it's, it's just having an understanding in, in that education. Like, we have to start bringing, um, man, I don't even want to call it that consciousness, bro. We just got to bring that that level of education to as low as possible. Like, to to where it is, like, it is fundamentally known. Like, the same way we do, bro, the same way we need to do voting and the same way we need, we just need to make, we need to make shit fundamental again. Well, hey, man. I posted this video on my Instagram. If you're not following me, you sleep. Um, uh, on Instagram, at cj.theexec. Um, I said this on Instagram. Uh, I shared this video of um, David Banner being on one of the last episodes of the 85 South Show. And... Uh, you know, we had what I went twenty five. If you if you still listening, we fuck with you. Appreciate we it. Appreciate y'all. Um, but he said in that video, if you a god, you supposed to teach. Yep. He said Malcolm X is probably one of the people that had the the greatest commands of the English language. Yet he never spoke a word that the average black person wouldn't understand. Because if you out here talking about you pontificating, right, like the average yeah. black person don't know what the what the fuck that means. Mm-hmm. And if you if if you're not reaching the people at the very basic of levels, yeah, based on what they know, based on what they value and where they come from, then you're not doing your job. And if you're not doing your job, then what do you deserve a platform and a mantle for? Yep. So, you know, uh, all in all, um. Y'all look, <laughs> consciousness is changing mm-hmm. in terms of how it how it manifests itself, what it looks like. Everybody needs to be in the business of minding their own fucking business. For sure, for sure. Uh, watch out for the elbow because capitalism reigns supreme, mm-hmm. even with people that look like us. Um, although they, you know, even when they're pretending to be for us. Um, Katie, you still a hoe. Katie, you still Um, black lives do matter. Black lives do matter for sure. Um, 
in, in, in every sense of the meaning of that, right? So if you feel the need to attach your specific sector to that statement, feel free. Nothing wrong with that, right? Um, but just know and understand this. There is a threshold that we must understand um, that is going to be reached. And there are certain tests and signs that we need to familiarize ourselves with to let us know when a group, a person, or person or, or, or whatever have been compromised and our best interest is no longer at the forefront of a person's cause. Um, follow us on, on our social media. Um, if, if, you, if you're listening to this on Spotify and you haven't started following the Build Podcast on Spotify, you sleep. Sleep. Uh, follow us on Instagram at underscore the Build 8. Follow us on YouTube. What's up, Builders and the Build Podcast Network. Yep. That's where you're going to be able to find the footage for this podcast. Yep. It's on the Build Podcast Network on YouTube. Like this video. Subscribe to the channel first and turn on notification bells. Do that first. Then go watch this. Yep. Okay. Um, the Build Podcast Network on Facebook. The Build on Facebook. Uh, follow my bro on his social medias at ox.cord.whisperer on IG. Um, follow my um, my photography page as well. Um, underscore portraits of friends. And um, and yeah, that's it. Yes, sir. So we about this bitch. Um, R.I.P. DMX. Um, you are you were. Um, a giant. Yes, Your sir. memory will never be lost. Uh, we love you. Yes, we do. We appreciate everything that you gave to us, and may the ancestors greet you with with uh, loving, on uh, open arms and smiles on their faces. I say. I say.